0: <laughs> for life. Yeah. Bulletcast. What's going on, Stacey? This elite podcast here, ain't nobody better. Look, yeah. Listen to us every time we live in the side When you turn it on, it's just defining the mind. If you feel it, I everything we move feeling every comes
1: from the heart hey hey what's going on ladies and gentlemen I am the microphone Messiah I am joined by the current reigning podcast champion Brandon tanguma and the agent of chaos miss poison Scarlet Katie happy belated birthday on the airwaves we can we can get it out there Woof.
2: thank you so much yeah um Great birthday, low-key. Uh, I'm 32 now, so I'm the oldest on the podcast, as per usual. I think,
1: I think, is Brian older than you? I think so.
2: Yeah, but how often is he here?
1: Ooh, shots oh, shots fired. Oh. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, dang, Brian, she, if you hear this, which you probably won't, she basically just called you a straight-up jabberonk.
3: That's why I'm saying you need to vanquish that one day title. And that didn't even really count. And I'm just still the continuous. Bullet you do realize champion. this is
1: a championship for a podcast. Like, do you, do you actually hear yourself right now? Yeah.
3: And I'm very competitive and it just, you know, showcases how just intelligent I am and how great I am.
1: That that.
2: Sure. Keep telling yourself that.
1: That's not what that means at all. Oh, Bubba. Oh, Bubba. Speaking of Bubba, the Iron Sheik has passed away. Uh, he passed away today. Listen, one of the best heels this game has ever seen. Obviously, we know you know he was the person that Hogan beat to you know win the the big green title at the time and kick off the whole Hulkamania run and all that other stuff. But listen, the Iron Sheik was fantastic. <laughs> Twitter alone, like it—that's what he really became known for uh, in his later years. Was it Twitter and you know. Um, that jabroni, this Bubba, that F the Hulk Hogan, you know, lo- loved, loved all of it. Katie, are you familiar with the Iron Sheik?
2: Oh, very familiar. I, I cried a little bit today when I heard that he passed away. Um, he was one of my favorite heels and I agree with you. His Twitter was so fun to watch because he just posted, he posted like the realest takes on some things and it was so funny to watch and see as, as he would scroll through Twitter. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to miss him bad.
1: Brenna, do you, do you have anything?
3: I mean, the iron sheik is just an absolute legend. Uh, I mean, people forget, you know, he's like a, a real life, you know, athlete back in the day. I mean, he was in tremendous shape, and he did the the clubs, and it was like it's kind of a gimmick, but I mean, it also just showcased how strong of a guy he was, and he was a very important figure into the the new generation, into the quote unquote modern era, with you know being the bridge from Bob Backlund into Hulk Hogan, and I saw something, don't know how legit it was or not, but Bob Backlund was. A little hesitant maybe to drop the title to Hulk Hogan because, you know, Hulk Hogan, not a real shooter or anything like that. But Iron Sheik had that type of credibility. So then Bob Backlund does the J.O.B. to Sheik. Sheik Sheiky baby then gives it over to uh, Hulk Hogan. And I mean, Iron Sheik is he's almost kind of transcended wrestling at this point. Like he's such a beloved heel. He has such a. Uh, such a character, like the shoot interviews he did, you know, in the 2000s, obviously the Twitter we've talked about. And then, I mean, I don't know how he was act- like if he was actually running the Twitter, but like the Twitter was fantastic. I mean, even just like this past couple of days ago, he tweeted something about the NBA playoffs. And me and my friends were having a good, uh, good laugh at that because he was comparing Nikola Jokic to Bret Hart because of how he he does like the little arm thing every time he uh, complains about a foul. So, I mean, he'll be missed. It did kind of come out of nowhere, but he lived 81 years, he lived a hell of a life and. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about him and there's a lot of stories out there today about how great of a guy he was, you know, on screen and behind the camera.
1: Absolutely. I mean, his career spanned not just the WWE, he had three runs in WWE, but WCCW, um, you know, AWA, WWC, the World Wrestling Council over in Puerto Rico, uh, I mean, yeah, the, the stuff with Iron, uh, not 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 Iron uh, Sergeant Slaughter when Sergeant Slaughter was an Iraqi sympathizer during that time. Oh,
2: that was so good too. That
1: breathed new life into his career and everything like that. Um, yeah, I mean, mainly you know his, I mean, his disdain for Hulk Hogan was a real thing. Uh, that I mean, I don't know how real real it was, but you know, it was a thing that we just saw. You know, the clip of uh, him on the uh, Howard Stern show. And it just Littling hogan popped up today. I got a good chuckle out of that. Um, Sheik, you know, won the gimmick battle royal at uh, WrestleMania X7. Um because physically he couldn't get over the top rope, but nonetheless, Iron Sheik, uh, one of the best to ever do this. Um I'll just say it in, in in his memory. Fuck the Hulk Hogan. Thank you, Iron Sheik. Yeah, I saw on uh I saw on the internet somebody said now the Sheik is gone. Uh, only there are only two living people who held the WWE title before 1990. Them talking about Hogan and Bob Backlund, which is that's not the case. Even though he was taken away our man, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. He was a WWE champion. He defended it at a couple house shows. Let's acknowledge him. God damn it.
2: I acknowledge him.
1: Yes, as we should. Um, As we move on from that. Us broke some broke some bullet cast news, you know as as I do. Um, we're gonna be having a, a new a new show, a new vehicle come to our airwaves. So what do you want to talk about? Obviously, playing on you know Cody Rhodes how he starts a promo, but um, this this is fun. Oh, I get it. I Yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. So what do you want to talk about? Yeah, no this is uh this is this is going to be you know for the guest the guest comes on they get to decide the topic. We can talk about a specific wrestler, a specific era, specific run, specific title, whatever. The guest picks the topic. Sit down, and we'll uh, we'll shoot the breeze about it. So, Brandon, who do you do you want do you do you want, do you want to come on this? Do you, do you have things that you want to talk about that we don't normally talk about here?
3: I mean, you know, I love talking about all these different things. I mean, you know, we have we did have the bit. Of the whole kanye uh, drake thing i don't know if we can really get into that these days you know what i'm saying but
1: yeah you know, yeah is... yeah why why can't, why can't we I mean, yeah well you know kanye is...
3: might have uh gone off his rocker he might have said a little uh anti- <clears throat> anti-semitic things and
1: uh, yeah, so, yeah, to be you know. fair guys this show is you know we're gonna be talking about wrestling related things that's that's what you know. That's... But I want
3: to talk about anything I want to talk about. No,
1: you're limiting what I want to talk about, Philip. Well, this is a wrestling podcast. Why would we do? Why would we talk about other things like that? I don't know. I mean, sure. You know, if we if we're bsing on here for like a quick five to eight minutes, yeah, fine, that's fine. But like a whole pot no, we're not doing that, Katie. uh, What are, what are your thoughts on, on on this this new vehicle that that we're going to be starting?
2: I think it's a great way to showcase uh guests that we enjoy talking to you um it'll give us a chance to kind of branch out and give a little bit more um a, it'll give us a chance to give a give a little bit more insight onto different topics which will be fun for not only our audience but for our guests
1: absolutely you know i've, I've had people hit me up already about these when's the start and i want uh, you know so pe- people want to come on i'm excited i'm excited about this uh moving on from that let's get to the smackdown recap we celebrate Roman Reigns' 1,000th day as champion. Uh, Triple H comes out there. He talks about you know, how this hasn't been done in nearly 40 years. And he presents uh, Roman Reigns with a new uh, championship title. It is the undisputed WWE title. That's what it will be known as, uh, I guess. Um, well, or it be
3: undisputed if there's another world championship in circulation.
1: Okay, I mean, you, you do realize when when triple H was handed the world heavyweight title for a a period of time, people still did call Brock Lesnar, the undisputed champion. You you do understand this, right? So I understand. And then that
3: same triple H who was talking about how we need a real champion who defends it all the time. Then three weeks later puts over how great of a champion Roman. Reigns. I mean,
1: you can't, you can't deny like, this this has been very impressive and fun to watch. It's like Tom Brady. People are like, damn, I hate I, – I don't like, you know, the way he does business. But at the end of the day, that dude has a lot of rings. I'll show him some love and I'll show him the respect. That's but they the right. don't
3: create another championship because Tom Brady was winning all those championships.
1: Well. Well, obvious, bro. Like, are you really gonna do that? That's that's football. This is wrestling. Like, why would you?
3: Well, you you started the football comparison. Well, now
1: now you sound stupid for even saying that. Like, that doesn't even make sense.
3: I I mean, it's just I'm just no that literally what doesn't doing.
1: make. Why would you say that?
3: Because you talked about Tom Brady and how great he was.
1: Okay, yeah.
3: People complaining about him.
2: Yeah, I personally hate Tom Brady with a but, passion.
1: But you can't deny. What he did was great. You can't actually.
2: I, I can. He's a cheater. Uh, most of his rings are ill won. Um, they're illegitimate. If they're all already- right.
3: So the next step, the first episode of what do you want to talk about? We're going to come on here and we're going to talk about Tom Brady and how big of a cheater he is. So and how he didn't earn anything, even though now he is minority owner of the the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: So I'm just going to mute you right there. Um, we're not going to do that. This is a wrestling podcast too. If they're illegitimate, why weren't they taken away?
2: Because of the fact that uh, there are people that have the commission in their pocket. So and what Belichick you're telling me is football is And, Bill Belichick and uh, Tom Brady are two of those people.
1: So what you're telling me is football is scripted.
2: No, I'm not telling you it's scripted. I'm telling you it's corrupt.
1: But they chose. Well, we're, I mean, we're not. We're, we're talking about Roman. We're not going to get into this whole thing here. But um, yeah, it gives him a new championship. Roman shows it off. Um, the Usos come out, and you know Jimmy explains his actions and everything like that. Uh, Roman hands the mic to Solo. Solo finally speaks. That was a big moment. That's why you save moments like these. Uh, he says he acknowledges Roman, but these are my brothers. Stands by them. Uh, Jimmy's like, we can run this together the right way. You know, Roman, so, so good at this. You know, the facial expressions, hugs him and just says, no. Solo gives Jimmy a Samoan spike. Heyman, Solo, and Roman leave the ring. Uh, It's not on Mike, but it's caught uh, off the camera, Mike. Uh, Paul says, well, what about, what about Jay? And Roman says, he'll do the right thing. He'll fall in line like he always does. He'll come around. What are your, what are your thoughts? What What are your thoughts? Katie, what are your thoughts?
2: The Bloodline soap opera just keeps getting better and better, in my opinion. Um, They really had me going for a second. I really thought that Solo was going to align with his brothers and it was going to be a three-on-one type thing against Roman. And uh, nope, that was not the case. Um, I am very... Excited to see where they're going to take this. Um, is it gonna be the Usos versus Roman and Solo? Is it gonna be uh Jimmy versus Jay? Is it gonna be Jimmy versus Roman? What are we gonna get? We will find out. This is what's got me watching SmackDown every week.
1: As as it should, uh Brandon.
3: I mean, I agree. I thought this was just a, another fantastic segment, an important step in the Bloodline story, whatever the end goal is. I, I don't know what the end I mean, I think ultimately the end goal would be like Solo turning on Roman and beating him. But that's like, is he the champion at that point? Like, how far down the line can this thing actually go? And I'm not mad if they want to carry this out to like 2025, WrestleMania 41, whatever that is, but... I know Jay has been, you know, looked at as a possibility of dethroning Roman instead of Cody, and that continues to look like a stronger and stronger case right now.
1: Well, okay, I've, I've I've been seeing that talk too. So, let's say solo, or no, let's say Jimmy or Jay, they beat him. Where do you go? I I don't know. That's the other thing. It's like it, it the, they.
3: It's like, but it is also like the Sami Zayn thing, where it's like okay. The moment would have been great. Then where do you go after that? Cody Rhodes, that's more of a, he's in his own little bubble. He's in the Cody verse. He wins the championship, but that's not necessarily like, you know, he's dethroning Roman because of all these deep seated backstory issues that he's had for two years. It's more just him winning the championship and then he can go on and defend the championship and be a normal champion. So it's kind of, what do you want to do? Do you want to quote unquote no pun intended, but kind of pun intended. Finish the story with the bloodline, or have like someone, like a Braun Breaker, Cody Rhodes, someone from the outside come in and then just beat him because of everything that's happening around with the bloodline.
1: So this is the thing: you you don't you you don't have Jimmy beat him. You don't have Jay beat him. You don't even have Solo beat him because you have the KO Sammy moment at Mania. They did the unthinkable they they got the titles off a dominant force, but yeah, you know, I mean, where, where do you really go? That's, that's the thing now for, I mean, we, we, we've, we've harped about this, but Cody's probably the obvious answer. Cause it's, I know Cody is currently in a feud with Brock and, you know, he's probably gonna be starting something after what we've seen on raw, but for Cody, it's kind of, it's, he's kind of in a Brock Lesnar scenario, you know, Did Brock need to defeat the streak? No, he didn't. He was already a made guy. But it gave him that extra oomph, you know. It gave him a a rub he he didn't need, but it but it allowed him to go on an unbelievable run. The same could be said for Cody Rhodes, you know? He's an established guy. He he made himself. He did all that, you know? He I mean, theoretically, does he need to did he need to beat Roman? No, I think he's doing just fine on his own, but If he is the guy to do it, he will have a rub that some will say he necessarily didn't need because of how established and over he is, but it will help him out in the long run and he can go on to have a better run than what we've seen. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Katie, who's beating Roman Reigns for the title?
2: Honestly, at this point, I couldn't tell you. Um, Who do I want to defeat Roman Reigns for the title? It would be Jay, but um, I don't know where Trips is going for this, and I'm just going to happily ride along.
1: Nobody's beating Roman. He's holding this thing forever. He's going to WrestleMania 50. He's going to be the greatest champion of all time, which he already is. All right, moving on. Money in the Bank qualifying matches have happened. LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Defeats Montez Ford. He is going to London. Uh I see it happening. I see I see this happening. Somebody put up a graphic of like him and TNA in a ladder match didn't win. Him in NXT, you know, won that. Uh and then I, I think he was in like another ladder match and won won that and then they're like, "Oh, is he going to win this one? Let's do it." Let's 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 push him to the moon. Let's do this.
2: I mean, I could see it happening. I have no issue with it. LA Knight, he's he he needs some uh he needs some momentum built. And I think that giving him the money in the bank contract would be a way to do it.
1: Absolutely. And I know people were disappointed about Ford not winning, but uh you know, it it'll be Ford's time. It's okay. Someone like him would be great in this match, but you know, the LA LA Knight isn't a uh isn't a spring chicken, and the, the clock is theoretically ticking. Yep. And I
3: think, and I think it showed just how over LA Knight is during the match because people were kind of more behind him than Montez Ford, and Ford has been a clear baby face for years at this point, and yet people were still siding with with uh, LA Knight more.
1: I mean, did you not hear, bro? LA Knight was as over in Saudi Arabia as Sami Zayn, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he wasn't yeah. on the show.
3: And he's, I mean, and he's not like doing much. Like he'll have his odd segment every now and then, but it's, I mean, ever since the Bray Wyatt stuff, he hasn't really been on TV and on a consistent, you know, feud like basis.
1: And he's over like Rover. It's cra- You love it. You, it's just, he, he really is the mega star. He says he is. It's let's, let's...
2: fun to watch. And <laughs> honestly, when he cuts promos, his, his catchphrases are just that they're catchy. Um
1: I mean, let's, let's not, I mean, what he's doing isn't new, you know, it's, no. it, it's been done before, but he's just, it just works for him.
2: It does. It does. And you got to give him his flowers. He figured out what worked for him and it works.
1: It's I've found out he's been doing this. Like he trained at FSW in, in Vegas. Apparently he's been doing this, this whole, that whole time. Like he's always done this stuff. Like this isn't new to him. And I'm like, I, I love that. I think that's fantastic. Uh, we're going to go outside of the ring. Omos got married. Congratulations to the Nigerian giant. We now we know who the first lady will be when Omos is the champion of the world. I'm all, I'm here for it now. I'm here for Honestly,
0: it.
2: Honestly, congrats to Omos. Um I saw pictures and video of his wedding. His lovely bride was absolutely stunning and Omos looked very handsome so congratulations to them I hope that they have many many years of happiness and love and he
1: gonna look even more handsome with that WWE title around himself stop playing I didn't
2: say anything about that that. we are are outside of the ring right now boo (laughs) no
1: no no no. where my almost sexuals at oh lord title on this man Hunter stop playing with me for real Uh, Riddick Moss and Emma get engaged congrats to them Uh, apparently triple Apparently Triple H is going to introduce more uh title designs. Now see Brandon, this is a case in a rumor where you can actually believe it since you know the rumor was for uh, this rumor's been going around for a while that new title designs are coming. Now that now that we've seen a couple- I've
3: seen a new tag team championship
1: design for like 6 years I feel like. Well, nobody said all that. But um yeah, I said it. I just said it. Yeah, like I said. So this is one of the ones where you can actually believe. Do you see how these work now? Do you understand now?
3: No, because who said it? Did Triple H say it himself?
1: Well, you see the title designs that are being presented on television.
3: But it says more. We don't know it's going to be more. Yes, we do. How do we know it's going to be more? Because. Because Triple H was on a conference call and told us, did an interview with Ariel Hawanian and told us this.
1: He didn't tell us what Ariel Hell wanting.
3: Well then how are we supposed to believe it if it didn't come from, you know, a super duper inside on the record source?
1: Triple H said this.
3: Okay, then then I believe it then.
1: Okay, damn. Let's see. All right
3: that's...
1: then. That's that's what it. They say this. That's it. Yeah, um, I don't know. Apparently we're gonna that apparent a uh, rumor has it that um that's rumor why, and no, innuendo. Yes, that's why the um Rhea, who was a Raw superstar, still has a SmackDown title, and Oscar, who was a SmackDown superstar, still has a Raw title. Apparently, new women's championships are going to be presented to them. Uh, given the fact that they haven't switched them or done anything, I, I mean, I I I lean it. I, I lean into seeing this happening and all that. Um, I'm I'm here for it. Let's let's do it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I'll be completely uh, honest with you. I'm hoping that in regards to the title designs, at least where women are concerned, we'll take out the Raw Women's Championship and the SmackDown Women's yeah. Championship and yeah. we'll go towards something like North American Championship or, you know... um well, the plan—the plan
1: is for like them to not be brand exclusive anymore. That's why. Yes, WWE that's and it. Universal Women's Championships.
2: Yes, that I would prefer to have something like that instead of the branded championships. We don't need those anymore.
1: Yes, um,
3: I second that. Especially if we're going to continue doing drafts and do this. I mean, you can just not draft the other person to the other thing. Anyways, the draft I agree is Katie. over.
1: We're, we're we're done with the draft talk.
3: Twitch until next year when they do another one
1: twitch and wwe have struck a deal uh i'll, I'll read the particulars of said deal dun, dun 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 here it is let's see WWE has announced a multi-year partnership with twitch uh there will be an official WWE channel and channels for superstars featuring live and exclusive content in addition to the launch of the channel uh In addition to the launch of the channel, WWE will debut today a companion sidecast to Monday Night Raw, bringing the WWE universe behind the scenes and closer to the in-ring action. The weekly viewing experience will have a numerous amount of different hosts along with WWE superstars. The official WWE channel will be home to other live productions and will serve as an alternate live streaming feed for all of WWE's premium live events of premium live event press conferences. So, hey, you know. People were like, oh, WWE's terrible. Their, their, their wrestlers can't be on Twitch. Now all that good gets... stuff. It just took a little time to get a deal. That's all. That's all it was, guys. We were in we well, now were... it's
3: like an official Twitch and WWE deal. Yeah. So is there like a middleman involved, or can they just do whatever the hell they want?
1: I'm sure and Twitch that... isn't
3: exactly in the best spot right now because they just released a couple days ago their new ad, you know, whatever brand product stuff and uh, content creators were not happy about that and they're looking to possibly leave twitch so twitch is doing great keep it up guys not w- my
2: circus not my
3: monkeys see where i mean if only we had a guy on this podcast that streams or at least used to stream on twitch very regularly and knew what it's like to be a twitch content creator if only we had a guy like that on this podcast Yeah. Oh, we don't currently now. We do. He's not here.
1: Uh, Blake Christian wins the GCW title. Congrats to him. He was the former Trey Baxter in NXT defeats Masha Slamovich. There are new members of Bullet Club. Dominion was uh, this past week. So that that happened. Um, Yeah. Brandon, you're the New Japan guy.
3: I am the New Japan guy. haven't watched Dominion, um, but, you know, I've seen some highlights saw. Uh, you know, some of the results and stuff. Very excited for uh, the Forbidden Door announcements. The uh, Brian Danielson, Kazuchika Kata, with no titles on the line, seemingly leaves it open to who could win. And I think that's much better.
1: Bullet Club, we're not
3: talking. I don't know. You know what? Be honest, Philip, I'm a little uh, not paying attention. I am paying attention, but my attention is diverted because I'm also watching a Nevada state legislator thing right now. Because the Oakland Athletics future is in the balance. And I'm a little scared and crying on the inside.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we we have Gabriel Kidd, Clark Connors, um, Alex Coughlin. I think that's how you say his name. And uh, Daniel. I will say there's a
3: little too much, uh, too many Bullet Club people showing up. Just like, do we need even more people?
1: Look, we have a new Bullet Club. I'm excited. You know, Bullet Club was originally a gaijin group in Japan to take down the infrastructure of new Japan. So I'm excited that that's going on. Um, I, I'm excited for all these guys and hopefully they thrive. Yeah. Forbidden door matches have been announced. Omega and Osprey too. Ooh, yay. Great. Um, Kazuchika Okada, Brian Danielson. That's, that's going to be something special. I I can tell you that right now. Um, people have been saying, punk versus Kenta. Kenta has been poking the bear at it. I'm going to need, I'm going to need that one. Has that ever, I don't, has that ever
3: happened before? Do we know? Is CM Punk gonna make it to Forbidden Door? Is he? I don't know. I like to take a one day at a time with him. He's just I, one Instagram post away from blowing it all up.
1: It, this is this is possible. This is possible. I don't know. Uh, Katie, your your thoughts on new Bullet Club members, Forbidden Door, all all the jazz.
2: I mean, I'm here for all of it. I don't have a lot of insights because I only know a little bit about the Bullet Club. Um, but what I'm seeing I like and Forbidden Door, I'm excited for the different matches that they've announced so far.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. Besides the Elite, this is the best Bullet Club spin-off. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say it. You know, I'm I'm just putting it out to the universe now.
3: I mean, how many WWE Bullet Club spin-offs have we gotten? And they just never really worked out. But this one's still
1: here. this this, this spin-off is still here. Isn't that great? That's fantastic.
0: Yep.
1: God. The uh, main event of collision has been announced. It will be uh Jay White and Juice Robinson with Samojo going up against CMFTR. The AW World Tag Team Champions, uh Dax and and Cash going teaming with uh Phil Brooks, CM Punk. Should be fun. Should be fun.
3: Yeah, I mean should be fun. Uh haven't watched Dynamite yet, so couldn't see what the exact uh, response was to that announcement um, it's in Chicago since CM Punk's name was announced they haven't moved that many tickets I think they've sold like a little less than a thousand tickets since his name was properly put on this show not the best sign but I think he oh. was he was moving a lot of t- tickets before his name because everyone kind of just assumed he was going to be there but eh, I mean so, I don't know so it's, basically, a little, it's
1: a little random basically they could have did what I said and just no, not announced them basically the same amount of people would have been in the building.
3: No, yeah, I mean, they it's a little bit of a bump. I still say you advertise, I, I think you advertise them because you already did that once with the you know, whatever it was it called last day. No, the first dance, the second, I don't forget what the hell it was called. It was the Michael Jordan, I think. Yeah. Um, but I just think you 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 say it like he's going to be there. You could maybe be a little coy what he's going to do. But if he's just going to be there to have a match, then I guess you advertise can to have a match. Because I think if you say, oh, CM Punk is going to be there, then people's imagination just runs wild that he's going to light up into the elite, which he doesn't need to exactly do that. But I think he does need to address it like the elite don't address it. CM Punk needs to, like, address it somehow because it's just going to be this big elephant, this big cloud hanging over everything he does, I think.
1: Yeah, So I mean, just just have the story like I don't, I don't know what we're doing. Just tell the story. Uh, Knox Pro Asia is about to be a thing. Um, Knox Pro Entertainment is in partnership with Rotis Entertainment uh, Digital Red. Um, they're proud to announce the formation of a new groundbreaking promotion in the world of professional wrestling, Knox Pro Asia. Yes, yeah, so it looks like they're going to be having tryouts uh, in, in the Philippines in August. Um, Hey, congrats. Congrats, Knox Pro. Shout out Black Pearl. Shout out Rikishi. Uh, the Academy is thriving. They're 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 making moves like this. The the next generation of performers in this game is gonna be very bright. you love to see it. Uh moving on from that, we are going to get into the fan mail. Let's see. Uh Hootie Who four twenty. Hootie who uh Maytow, uh now that Bianca has lost the title, how do you get her back to the title picture when it's time for her to be there again? I think have her as a heel this time.
3: Yeah. Bianca? Yeah. I think so. I think you give her a little bit of a break, shake her character up, and...
1: uh like, I mean, she held the title for a year. She could be away from the title picture for a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, have her in, like, when she was in NXT. You know, she was a heel. And it, it was kind of working, you know? And uh then Sam Roberts made those comments, and, you know, the internet ate him up, and he was proven very wrong because Bianca's... The,
3: the only thing is like I'm when sorry. she was a heel In NXT she did kind of lean Into like the Uh uh-uh uh girl and kind of like you know The the Ebonics a l- I think A little bit too much she was kind of like a caricature I thought so hopefully they can kind of yeah, Make her I, a little I, more adult and like Not lean on that kind of stuff so Hopefully I, they switch it up in that Tense as well
1: yeah I mean she was She was starting she was starting out you know So she didn't really know what to do and probably just Leaned into that because She thought maybe that's what um would work i guess uh look i mean she's been in the game for so long now all these big moments all the success i'm sure she'll she can figure something out that wouldn't uh go go that tone you know uh robert walker the video package they played for roman on smackdown has to be the best one WWE has put out in recent memory it's a great video package fantastic loved it
3: yeah, I thought it was great. Too. It was very sports like, just going through the the lineage, the history, putting Roman's pictures with past champions. I know the internet loves seeing Punk making an appearance, but I just thought it it was great to kind of like put it in perspective and kind of tell that story.
1: Yes, jack of all trades with Corbin back in NXT. What's going to be the story for him and Carmelo Hayes, uh, besides having the title uh, that the former constable never won? Um. We'll talk about that, we, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking NXT this week, no AEW. Sorry to burst your bubbles. You know, gotta gotta show love to the other brands. Gotta show love to the other brands. Uh, Mister X, the Hall of Famer. Mister X, yes.
3: Shout,
1: shout out those to, Reds, killing out, it right now. Shout out to him for the for the new graphic. Shout out to my guy, man. Uh, with all the uh, people booing at the announcement of CM Punk returning and his return uh, not helping boost sales for Collision, does there you that
3: Mister X? That's what I'm talking about.
1: Uh, does that mean that all all out press conference hurt his appeal more than we realized
3: i, I th- absolutely uh well i don't know more than we realized i think it definitely hurt him oh no the question it did hurt is just, him. just it, de- it definitely did hurt him it was always just a question of how much and i don't know what how do you measure that because not only did he you know piss off the you know the elite fan base which is the core fan base of AEW is people who are hard core elite fans but then also he's he was injured for most of the summer he's been gone for almost a year you know we kind of got it out of our system punk is back okay he did some things and now he's gone again it's not the same thing as it was couple you know a year and a half ago
1: well yeah that's because you know he just came back and there wasn't a story he just had matches which was enough because he'd been gone for almost a decade but with the whole hurt his image. Look, CM Punk for the third time in his career is going to have a, mic, a live microphone in his hand and people are going to want to hear what he had to say. He did it with the pipe bomb. He did it when he first came back and we're doing it with this return to AEW. Like, I know ticket sales haven't gone up, but like people are going to tune in and watch because they want to see like what the what's, what, what's going to happen here. You know what I'm saying? But as, I know I
2: want to see the dumpster fire. So
1: as far as him coming back, Give him a story, and you know what I, I I keep, I've said it time and time again on the show. You have to like if 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 they don't even like get to Kenny Omega versus CM Punk or CMFTR versus the Elite, then then it, it is a big miss opportunity. It'd be a waste. It would be a waste.
3: We are getting Kenny and Osprey at Forbidden Door, which is a possible you know something people thought we could have gotten it all in. So do they? You know, I forget who won the first one, but you know, we get tied up at two, we go to a rubber match in three, or we get that match out of the way, then possibly we get either Punk or Omega or
0: Is it all out the in the Chicago Six again.
3: Man. Uh it's always in Chicago. Yep, I'm I'm saying, you know, all in the you know, Wembley show. Oh
1: yeah. Like do... so what
3: because you know, after that, June twenty third, whatever, you know, you know middle what? late of June, then you get like a month of whatever they're going to do to all in. But then you got like that awkward week after where it's all out. But I would assume there's going to be a lot of kind of crossover between all out and all in. So
1: that's going to be really convoluted. Let's not do that. Listen, Punk. If there needs to be a rubber match with Osprey, do it at all in whatever. Punk Omega all out. That's what you need to do. That's what you must do. You get the uh, you get FTR involved, and then you can do Young Bucks FTR three. You can do stuff like that. He also says, "Uh, could Baron Corbin return to his Lone Wolf persona like an NXT?" We'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, well, the so mat- many
3: NXT questions. Almost like people know.
1: I know, right? Uh, with the match between Danielson and Okada, uh, go down as an all-time great, or or do or who do you think comes out on top?
3: Early prediction is Okada just because Danielson is kind of the guy to go out there have a really fun match but end up losing. I mean, um so. I just I think at this point cuz Danielson MJF is maybe match of the year so far. I think that's kind of the the level you have to put it at is like is this match the best match of the year or not? And I think Danielson MJF
1: was match of the year.
3: I th- it's in the conversation for it. Is it? I think absolutely it's in the conversation for it.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I have to rewatch I, it. I don't, I don't know.
3: I mean, we were all there in attendance. I thought we'd all be a little biased and say, "Oh yeah, absolutely, best match ever." I
1: maybe I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. May I like? I did like. I, I was there. You know, I was watching at the time. Went by great and everything. But like, I didn't. I didn't have like that that feeling like this. This is fantastic. This is special. I didn't. I didn't have that feeling.
3: I mean, it might have been the combination of vodka and Modelo Negros I was drinking, but I th- <laughs> I thought I had that feeling.
1: Okay, I, I just have to watch it again. That's all. That's all. We'll go to Monday Night Raw. Seth Rollins retains the uh, World Heavyweight Title against Damian Priest. Hell of a showing for Priest to be out there with a guy like Rollins. Uh, they had a promo segment earlier on in the night. Uh. And Rollins was like, "Hey, man, if you beat me, at least my title reign was longer than his." Talking about Finn Balor's one-day reign, thought that was a little ha uh-uh. ha. Uh, thoughts on the match, Katie?
2: Honestly, I thought it was the best match of the night. Um, really good showings from both Rollins and Damian Priest. And then right at the end, there you had you, you had uh, Rollins doing a celebration when uh, Finn Balor comes in and stares him down. And so we're probably gonna get that feud soon.
1: I'm gonna need that money in the bank. I'm a, yes. Money in the bank has the potential to be a very like a sleeper great paper or ple. Like I mean, the thought of LA Knight possibly winning that thing, Finn and Rollins, whatever's gonna happen with the bloodline, Gunther's probably gonna go out there and have an absolute fantastic contest with somebody like this. Th- this is going to be fun. And you know, speaking of that. Dominic and Cody Rhodes, if we can get that to a money to bank, run it. I'ma need all of it. I'ma need all of that.
2: Yeah, I'm here for it. Um that uh that particular segment was Ms. TV. Uh Ms. gives the you know, hey, I've got a extra special surprise guest on top of Cody Rhodes. All of a sudden, you know, mommy and Dom Dom come out and Dom makes a statement about cody being a bad dad and it just it just went downhill from there and little did we know that we were gonna get a slap heard around the world uh from mr dom dom uh, um it was a bitch slap my god uh but no i'm i'm totally here for it let's let's have cody beat the crap out of dominic
1: you know uh so the WWE recently did a uh did a a a live event in white plains and that's in 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 a very small venue and i people are people are saying this is hogan esque like this whole this whole cody thing right now like he just over people just love this guy
2: i mean i don't see why it wouldn't be why he wouldn't be over i mean because like
1: eventually (laughs) because like eventually like you'll be over for some time then of the fans, will they'll start to turn it, but we saw what happened with him in AEW. I mean, given he's been booked very differently. Um... But Cody's character is very similar. I would say a lot of the not
3: pompous, but kind of, you know, very similar type promos. I would say that he's done in WWE than AEW. Now I don't know if that's like, you know, different crowd. They react differently or just something about Cody, but I'm a little, I'm not going to say they're going to turn on him, but I would be shocked if they do. Especially if we get to like kind of those quote unquote smarter crowds, like a London, or you know, if a Chicago or
1: New York or whatever I, the case may be, I think London's going to do the whoa. I think I think they're going to have the loudest whoa we've ever heard. I, I believe that. Uh, Becky Lynch qualifies for Money in the Bank defeats uh, the accurately rated Sonya Deville. Is that correct?
3: Yep, she is no longer underrated. You know, she's been yes,
1: yes, yes.
3: Shout-out to the underrated Caden Carter. Unfortunately, her and Casey Catanzaro or whatever. I forget whatever. Katana Chance. Katana Chance. I'm sorry because, you know, that's were how she feels call- when she's dude, in the ring. Dude, dude, <clears throat> dude.
1: Were you, were you still calling Kane Isaac Yankum? Like, come on, man.
3: Well, I mean.
1: It has nothing he- to do with the explanation. The name change happened. Were you still Anyways. Calling- oh, like, come on. Well, man.
3: I mean, I wasn't really alive slash watching wrestling when Isaac Yankum was a thing. So.
1: Yeah, uh, shout-out to... uh. Katana and Kaden, they did they did great work going up against the women's tag champs. Um, yeah. Great
3: video package, and then you lose your debut on Raw. Love to see it.
1: Well, they weren't gonna beat the the champs. Like, come on, like really? You we're, 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 were gonna win.
3: I did, we're, but you know, you could maybe give them a little showcase match, and then have the they you can have they, two they, kind of squash matches with the tag team. You know, with the they, two tag teams.
1: They, you know, they got their shine. They had a nice showing against the champions and lost. I mean, that's that's the nature of the beast. Uh, Gunther went went toe to toe with Ko, uh, got the win. This was fun. I I thought this was exciting. I yeah, know.
3: I thought this match was was really fun. Like um, you know, kind of, kind of saw the uh, the bad finish at the end, but uh, Gunther Ko can't go wrong no matter how many minutes you give him.
1: That is true. I'm I'm gonna need to see this again. Can we get Gunther versus Sami Zayn next week? Can we do that?
3: I'm fine with that, but we are, we're, you know, kind of running through all of these KO Sammy and Imperium matches pretty quickly through on Raw.
1: Let's just uh, put the titles on Imperium and just have them kind of run rough shot real quick. You know, let's do that. I think we should do Shout that. Shout
3: out uh, Ludwig Kaiser with the cleanest uh, jacket twirl catch we've ever seen.
1: Yes. Ludwig Kaiser is fantastic. I, I love them. Katie, what are your thoughts on Gunther, uh, versus KO?
2: Oh, I'm, I was here for it. And quite frankly, I think that Gunther deserved that win. Um, talk about a beat down, uh, but KO, KO really had a good showing despite the fact that he was just absolutely decimated. Um, that's what happens when you go into the ring angry, I guess, uh, you you get the wind knocked out of you. Um, I could totally see Imperium taking the tag titles, having uh, Giovanni and Ludwig uh, as the tag team champions, and then Gunther running it back with the Intercontinental Championship. I say, let's let's do it. Let's go for it. I want it.
1: You know, so with his long NXT UK title run and now this one, he's been champ for like 75% of his run here in WWE. I love it.
2: I mean, he's he's got the star power for it
1: absolutely like i i'm i'm a proponent of like when he when he gets beat it should be for the title don't just have him lose a a non-title contest or even have him get pinned in a tag match protect protect him like you're protecting roman man just let him go just let him go uh nxt recap. Corbin speaks. You know, he attacked Carmelo Hayes last week. Carmelo was not on this episode of NXT. I thought this was i thought this was a good episode. I'm not even going to lie, man. I was really just watching it and uh, uh, just seeing, you know, what's going on with these new stars and this new crop of talent. I, I, I was a fan. So Corbin says, you know, he's been on the main roster for eight years and how, you know, when he got there, people were hungry and they were ready to work and all this other stuff. And now they just walk in there like they're kind of owed something and everything like that. Uh, it was, you know, it was a good promo. Uh, Ily Dragunov comes out there and, uh, you know, confronts him. And then Corbin just starts going like, hey, bro, I've retired Kurt Angle. I, you know, I did this. I did that. I'm the last guy to pin Roman Reigns, you know, stuff like that. And then it leads to uh, him wrestling Trick Williams. Trick Williams, I, I, this is the first time I've ever seen him wrestle. I was impressed. I, I thought. I thought he did a, a great job. And uh, Corbin, you know, debuting a new look, you know, with the, with the shorts and and everything. Uh to answer Mr. X's question, yes, go back to the lone wolf. Go back to the old music and uh like just let, let, let's just go. Like let's have let's have him have a real run. I the the veteran, because he can play that role now. He's been here for a long time. The veteran guy just coming down and trying to uh get these people in the right attitude. I, I like that. And I think that somebody asked or in the fan mail, what's their story gonna be? Uh just have Corbin say, you know, you're not as good as you think you are. You're not really him. Blah blah blah. You could have Carmelo kind of crack jokes and like, hey, you've been up there for a long time, but you ain't really done nothing. You know, like you 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 can you can tell that kind of story. Brandon, what are your thoughts?
3: Um, I mean, Baron Corbin coming down to NXT, I'm not like super duper thrilled about it. the The promo itself was like fine. It was kind of just like the the kind of lazy oh you know back in my day we were so grateful and we were so great and now i look at all these kids and how fuck how you know they just take they don't you know they're on their phones all the time and i'm like okay dude and then you have elia Dragonoff come out and doesn't state the obvious of like look dude like respect you and all the things you've done but like you suck right now and you just lose all your matches so why should we like take you seriously but we're just not going to even talk about that because he's going to get plunged into the main event title scene of nxt I'm not saying Elia Dragonoff and Baron Corbin is a a dream matchup by any means, but then you you tease it, and then right after that, you take it away of Breaker beating down Ely Dragonoff And Trick Williams, you know, I've seen some of his stuff. I think he's a really good talker. Wrestling definitely does need some work. You know, there was some s- slippery moments at the end. It's kind of like the Jeff Hardy situation on Double to Nothing, like how much of it was selling the lake, how much of it was, you know, legit kind of messing up, but... uh. I don't feel it was an okay show, and Baron Corbin's not the type of technician to go in there and carry a lot of these young guys to to really
1: good matches. Bro, Baron more Corbin can work, bro. Like he can work, work. People don't know. People don't realize that this man can go. Like go. I feel
2: like I feel like Baron Corbin is often underestimated, which makes me really sad because he is a workhorse.
1: Absolutely. Like I think about those matches he was having with Chad Gable. Like it really. Like I mean, I mean, there, there are instances where. Obviously, a wrestler like will really carry the load of a match, and then there are the instances where it takes two to tango. It was one of those instances, like where it it took two to tango with Gable, and then it was that instance where you know Corbin would really carry the load of the match in in the in the uh contest with Trick Williams. Yeah, Braun Breaker attacks Ilya Dragunov in uh, in a parking lot. They caught him. He was like, "Yeah, I'm the toughest guy in, in NXT. He's not tougher than me." And then he challenged Seth Rollins. The World Heavyweight Champion. Is Seth Rollins about to show up on NXT next week? Are we going to get Braun Breaker versus Seth Rollins at some point in time? I got questions. I need answered.
3: What's looking like? Uh, I don't know what the... Where's Ron next week? Is it somewhere in the Florida area? And then so he can come on down to NXT the uh, the next day? But... It's it's an interesting little thing because, you know, Braun, you know, he he's like he's in the main event, but he lost his title, so he's not really doing anything, and he's kind of in limbo at this point of, is he going to the main roster, is he not? And so then you're going to thrust him in there with Seth Rollins. It should be a really good match, and then Seth will beat him, or we get a crappy non-finish at the end, and we go nowhere.
1: Not the crappy non-finish at the end. No, that would never happen in WWE. Oh, of course not. No. Uh, they're in w- Wichita, Kansas. On Monday, so, not the shortest of flight, you got to go from middle America to southern Florida or middle of Florida. Yeah, then the next weekend they're in Cleveland. Oh. They're not in Florida until July.
3: So, all you Floridians who listen to the podcast, get your tickets now.
1: Yes, 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 yes. July 24th, get get your tickets, get your tickets. Uh, but hey, I'm here for it. Uh, Kay, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean.
2: I'm okay, I I'm I'm really just here for Baron Corbin. No lie. Like you both know I'm a huge Baron Corbin fan. I have been since I started watching WWE uh again back in 2020. Um the honest truth is I think him coming down to NXT and being kind of a veteran makes a lot of sense. I think that he has a lot that he could teach the new guys. Um I'm excited to see where this goes.
1: Ava. um, She was Ava Rain until they took her name away. Uh, She had her in-ring debut. It was Diamond Mind versus Schism.
3: Um, Actually, she was in a tag team match against Chase U on a kickoff show for Stand in the Liver.
2: What was that voice?
3: That was my um, Department of Corrections voice.
1: She had her in-ring TV debut. That's what we're talking about.
3: Well, you didn't say that. You said in-ring debut. Okay. Well, you know, you 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 say I'm not prepared. I can't prepared and I get yelled at. I can't win. No respect. Anyways.
1: Yeah. Don't ever cut me off again. Don't ever do that again. Yes, Daddy. Don't ever call me that again. Don't ever do that again.
0: Schism, oh, yeah, captain no Schism I'll, I'll meet myself right now
1: in diamond mind had a match Ava got the pin Dana Brooks showed up in NXt she was in a woman's battle royal Thea Hale won she's the new number one contender to the nxt woman's title yeah that happened here yes sir shout out what are your thoughts about it I mean
3: it was okay no one heard, It's all we can ask for did they you definitely... did you
1: even watch it
3: no of course not watch what that that the the mixed six-person tag team match between Diamond Mine and Schism. Yes, I did watch it.
1: Did you watch the the Morgan Contendership Battle Royal?
3: Yeah, Dana Brooke showed up, even though she's not a free agent. She was drafted to Raw. She showed up. She was in the final three, her, Cora Jade, and then Thea Hale did the old, oh my God, she's not eliminated. And she comes back and then she eliminates both of them at the same time. Chase, you hoist her up and the uh, the, the two twins from Miami showed up and put, her, put them on her shoulders. So yeah, I did watch it.
1: about tom
2: i think it's a really great move for them to take uh thea hale and have her be the number one contender considering that um they could have gone the safe route and used cora jade or dana brooke as the number one contender for the next uh for the nxt women's championship instead we're going to get to see thea hale do uh do her part and you know we may be seeing her being set up to lose, but um, it'll be fun to watch.
1: Absolutely, uh, I'm down for uh, I'm down for it. I like Chase U. I think they're fun. Um, yeah, I think I think I think that is about it here. Uh we are going to we're just gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Uh West Coast Pro is this week. It is Friday, Kid Zombie. Um, it is named after Matt Mann, beloved uh, NorCal wrestling fan. Go watch Brian Keith and Kevin Knight tear it up. Uh, Kevin Blackwood, Artemis Spencer, Titus Alexander will be in action. And who else? Oh, of course, the Bullet Cast Heavyweight Champion AlphaZo takes on Adrian Quest and more at the State Room. You don't want to miss it. Also, Los Suavecitos will be in action. And then more Gay Shit too is happening Sunday at the Emporium. We got some matches. Juicy finale versus funny bone versus the new Beast of the East champion, Jaya Jewel, and a triple threat. We also have Agenda versus Agenda. Uh Abigail Warren joins Dark Sheik and uh Anton Vorhees to take on Money Power Respect and Brooke Havoc. Uh Johnny Robbie is gonna be going up against Richie Coy. Sandra Moon versus Larry Tugman herself, Trisha Dore for the pride style title. You have Kenny K and uh, Midas Creed going up against the Graveyard Shift. Uh, Nick Xander uh, and Papa Jay to the heartbeats. And then um, Milo and Boo Barbie for the tag titles. A whole lot more. You don't want to miss it. Uh, anytime Uggua runs in Emporium, it's special. Morgay's shit was a fantastic show last year. It's going to be even better this year. Uh, and I hope to see you guys at all of these events. Thank you guys so much. Be safe and stay dangerous. I guess so.
0: in the time now with the testament. testament here is the feeling when we live on the stage and everything we do turning the page nobody doesn't like us the feeling when we move we all are excited uh-huh. elite podcasting i know you like it i know you like it the bullet cast feel us the bullet cast feel us the like bullet cast feel us elite podcast we are uh, yeah. the bullet cast now feel us the bullet cast now feel us this has been the bullet cast thank you for listening